Good morning, everyone. This is Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing, and there she is. <laughs> We're on now. How perfect. <laughs> So I knew we were going to giggle when we went on this show, but, you know, it's always, always like this. Okay. So you guys, I want to introduce you to Oshara Wago. Wago. Way to go. Way to go. Like Lego. Okay. And, <laughs> and um, the way that I met Oshara is that we both um, were part of the IONS uh, event that was at uh, Labor Day weekend in Washington, D.C., right outside Washington, D.C. And Oshara and I met on the phone probably three months before or maybe more than that. And we couldn't stop giggling. It was like, he, she's going, I don't know if I should do this. Yes, you should do this. <laughs> so, so, and we had so much fun and really, truly, she had a lot of fun because there were a lot of people that are very highly sensitive and curious and open to learning from others um, right away. Oh, good. There is someone, Neville is on, on watching us right now. Hi, Neville. Um, so, so. Shara, why don't we start with, you live at the Seth house, which is the house where Jane Roberts channeled Seth. And I, you got to tell us the story. First, first, tell us the story, how you got there and how that all happened. And then if we could talk about Seth, so if they don't know about Seth, um, but even for people that know Abraham, that's Abraham Hicks, um, Esther Hicks, um, she even refers to Seth. So anyway, take it away. Oh, there's so much to cover and we've only got an hour. Are you kidding <laughs> um, So you covered a lot of good questions there. And um, uh, first, I have to have a laugh about the picture you made for this. It says, please restore me in the back of my head. And it's looking like I'm this little waif, like, please restore me. <laughs> and uh, I laughed so hard. And I thought you did such a great job. You know, if I saw that, I would like, I would click it. I would say, who the heck, what the heck is this poor thing about? Um, <laughs> what it's based on, I'll tell you all about Seth. We got an hour, but first we got to start with the laughs. And, and, and you just got here after seeing that picture she created. So... Here it is, our little snappy, one of the photos we have. What we're talking about is restoring this house. This is the house where Jane Roberts channeled Seth. And I'm a person who she superimposed right under, please restore me. <laughs> it looks like in that picture too, I don't have arms. I do have arms, I'm a little wounded, don't worry about it. We managed to restore me enough for the show. <laughs> <laughs> So now let us talk about Seth and why all the fuss about an ugly green building. Um, it's fantastic. It's, it's the most fascinating information on earth. Um, Seth, in Jane Roberts channeled a being called Seth. Um, it all began in 1963 and it continued until her passing in 1984. They put out about 45 books. Jane wrote some of her own. Seth channeled tons of stuff. 
And most people have had experience with the Seth books have just, it's mind blowing. It changes everything. It's, it's a picture of the world. It's, it's um, life affirming. It's telling us how there's so much more going on than meets the senses and that we're part of something so huge and vast and we are loved. So this is some of the most important channeled material that's ever happened. And I'm not just saying it because like, I'm, I'm not obsessed. <laughs> it's perfectly healthy. Um, what I'd like to recommend though, is um, there's like three books to get started with. This is Seth material. Jane wrote this and assembled a whole lot of Seth information in this. She's talking about how it happened from her point of view and how it began and then page after page of quoting Seth. The Seth Material by Jane Roberts. Seth Speaks, he wrote this one, he channeled um, this book. Seth channeled this book completely um, amazing, um, amazing stuff. And you can see how much I loved the book. It's like after a while, why bother? I'm just po putting post-its on every paragraph because I'm not obsessed. No, I mean, I've been reading this stuff since I was 21. I'm now 63, so 42 years. I did the math quick in my head. And it's just, and I've explored everything. I was born a little new age toddler. I investigated everything. And I've had quite a, a, a beautiful life of, of uh, I've had many spiritual experiences. I've had a near-death experience. I've had meetings with people of pure wisdom and light. It's, it's been remarkable. And I keep coming back to it's Seth that really does have this information. And it's not just me saying that. Um, like in some of the newer editions right in the front, sorry, the book's a little wobbly. It's been through a lot with me all over the world. Um, Marion Williamson, Deepak Chopra, Louise Hay, Sanaya Roman, Richard Bach, Jerry Jampolsky, Michael Talbot, and a host of other people have put good comments about Seth uh, out there into the universe and into this book. As you said, Abraham Hicks, uh, Esther and Jerry Hicks, they were inspired. They were reading Seth Speaks when she started channeling. They were trying to channel. They used Ouija board. They read Seth. She channeled. And the very first time that Esther spoke publicly was at a Seth conference in Austin, Texas. So it's really nice that the, the Hickses were very open about their admiration of the Seth material and the Seth information. And here's another great book. Oh, I love that book. This is the first one I read, uh, Nature of Personal Reality. This will really help you change your inner world and change your life. Nature of Personal Reality. <laughs> um, when, when I was reading this in a group of people and it came to the part of you must examine the contents of your conscious mind, something like a light bulb turned on and he gives techniques and for going within and really making inner changes and really healing yourself. So um, Seth is remarkable. The information he gave us is remarkable. And again, it was channeled and um, have a look. Have a look. If you haven't already, uh, have a look. <laughs> so so when people get started with all this, um, it, it is a 
first you have to get used to the idea that someone can channel in valuable information that's out of body, number one. And number two, the, the um, expansive perspective of the books, I mean, at least when I read it, you, it's almost like a frequency thing that you you start going wow 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 like like uh, like an out of body experience, but you're in body while you're doing it. Could you explain how how um, how it reaches the how, how you find that it reaches people? Because, uh, because there is a, I mean, I think it's a remembering to me. And, and, and I agree with what you're saying. I can have experiences reading the book and I've talked to other people too. You can read like one sentence and it'll just take you somewhere. Um, it is so, um, it is coming from a perspective of an author, Seth, who is a multidimensional being, entity, uh, who's had many lives and many realities and he's sharing information. He cares about the humans and he's sharing this information about what the bigger picture really is all about. And there's something in reading this material. It's so fresh. It's so timely and eternal. Um, you can have these experiences where you read something and you can't speed read Seth. If you're speed reading it, you're not reading it. It's like if you can read a paragraph and then it just takes you to a state of, wait, you just opened a huge door into what I thought reality was and who I am. Um, so, so yes, um, he's an author who's multidimensional. And when we put our mind to this information and bring it into ourselves, things can happen all the time. Yeah. And um, yeah. <laughs> so, so. Uh <laughs> so, so I'd love some stories about what happens because I have to tell you, I mean, um, sometimes I'll, I'll listen to Seth on, uh, an audio version uh -huh. and fall asleep. And then, wow, I don't know what's happening during dream time, but something is, um, so, so. Um, what what do you think is a, if you could tell a story or two of things that either is experiences you've had afterwards like synchronicities or um, healings a, a lot of it is a healing because you're coming home to being the master of your own life you you get out of the victimization and you get back into uh, leadership. Yes, Seth coined the term, you create your own reality. And that was controversial way back in the day. And now it's like, well, of course we do. But there were so many limiting beliefs that we had to overcome with just you create your own reality. Um, that means I have to stop blaming. That means, you know, mean I'm not controlled like a puppet by some god on a string, you know, um, to really keep reiterating it. I control my reality. I can create my reality. I can change my reality. Uh, to say that we're not hapless victims of everything that happens, that we can change things. Right. We are empowered to change and to decide and to think differently and do things anew. Uh, that's what he really is, is stressing this point. Like first and foremost, we have to get 
that we are great creators and we make our lives. And he's trying to help us look within to, to remove the limiting beliefs or the negative thinking so that we can free ourselves and be even more creative, even more proactive, even more free and liberated to create the reality we want, the life we want, and to explore other realities, other dimensions, to expand our awareness, to realize what the bigger picture is of what's going on here in this dimension and all dimensions. He says, you know, we're, we're unlimited. We have no limits. The only limits we're experiencing are the ones we believe in. Change those beliefs and we can be freer than we've imagined. So that's the first thing. I think the foremost thing is like, you know, freeing our mind, healing ourselves and, and, and taking those bold steps in, in the journey of self-discovery and discovering the greater realities that we're part of. Okay, so back to back to when was most of this channeled? What were the years? Nineteen uh, sixty. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll start with I am in the building where Jane Roberts channeled most of the Seth books. Wow. This is the place uh, where Seth spoke and Jane wrote most of the material. I'm in the room. I'm sitting around about where the desk was where Jane sat to do her uh, writing. Uh, hold on, I'm sorry. Um, here's Jane Roberts and two bottles on the windowsill. And uh, behind, there's also a whole bunch of notebooks behind her head. And those are the typewritten Seth uh, notebooks where, and look, that's either a man, an electric typewriter, I guess. This was taken like around 1970, 1970-ish. And right where I'm sitting, as a matter of fact, why don't they turn this around just a little bit and sit where she was sitting. Uh, and guess what we did? We stuck two bottles there. <laughs> well, you know, it's true. Um, not, we got two bottles. They're not the same bottles, but they're cute. And um, I'm sorry, we have the air conditioner. The seasons are changing so quick. Like it's, it's so cold out and we're going to get the air conditioners. Out. Pretend that's not there. Okay. But, um, it's the same <laughs> view out the window. This yeah. is where she was sitting, and uh, and behind me is things like a, a mirror on the door that was there maybe a hundred years. So this is the mirror they did some psychic experiments in. Uh, there's three mirrors here that were here when they were here. Two in the bathroom and this one here. So there's so much original features in this. In this house. Oh, uh, wow. It, are those portals, you think? Those mirrors? I think it, meditating in a mirror is an interesting thing to do. And that we have the mirrors that Jane and Rob and Seth looked into is, is fascinating. Uh, and I should say, um, I said, um, Jane Roberts channeled Seth. Uh, her husband, Robert Butts, uh, took dictation. So this is back, you know, 1963. Everybody didn't have a tape recorder on their wristwatch, you know. So it was, you know, a pen and paper, and he took shorthand of what Seth was saying. And then around the next day, he would, um, Rob would type everything up that Seth said. And Jane would be mostly out of it in trance. Uh, but right here is this room. Is where I'm going to spin it around a little bit more here. Um, 
yeah, yeah. Let me spin it around. There's the mirror. Now, none of the furniture is theirs, but it, we're making it comfortable. There's a ton of books there. Uh, I'll explain the fridge there later. But this is the room where Jane Roberts wow. channeled most of the Seth books. It's just a room. It's an apartment, but the feeling here is amazing for me and for others who come to visit who love Seth, just the idea of this is where it happened. And as I said, like in a timeless universe, it's still happening. Seth talked about timelessness and all, everything is in the present moment. We can tap into Seth. We can, he was very welcoming and inviting. Uh, he's a teacher, he said, and he's here for, you know, anyone who wants to be his pupil, come on. He's here for us. Well, and, it sounds, I mean, for what I know is it's timeless and it's so, so profound for now. I mean, there there's so much wisdom and empowerment yeah. in the information, but it's deep. As you said, you can't speed read it. I mean, you think you can, but you can't. I've been reading it for 42 years. I feel like I've barely begun. And each time I reread, you know, when somebody asks me, how many times have you read Seth Speaks? I can say once. I've never stopped <laughs> reading it, reading it, reading it for 40 years. Um, and and there's all these other books, too. Um, something that's really exciting, and I'll, I'll climb over here for this. I have them on the table. Uh, after Jane's passing, there were all these um, Seth books that... Like I said, Jane died in 1984, but I showed you the picture. There were all those notebooks. Seth didn't start his book, Seth Speaks, until session 510. They had wow. 510 sessions when Seth began writing, dictating Seth Speaks. Not What happened to those first 509, 10 sessions, huh? <laughs> uh, in the 90s, they started putting out a nine-volume set of everything Seth said from session one to session 510. It's called wow. the early sessions and not everybody knows these even exist. Oh, wow. They're full of golden, delicious nuggets of wisdom and Sethiness. So uh, <laughs> This this nine volume set is just profound. Uh, so once you read the first three books, do yourself a favor and start from the beginning with um, this remarkable journey, especially volume one for the introduction stuff and volumes eight and nine. If you can only grab three out of the nine, eight and nine, he's really rolling and full of. Uh, well, OK, so so do you think that they had to get like entrained to understand and be able to translate what he was saying? Because I know when I'm in state and bringing stuff in, I have to I have to put it into words like I'll see something. I, I'm not I don't do trance. I, I'm out of my body, but I'm not. I don't do that kind of stuff, but, but do you feel like they, she had to be trained or was she a natural channel? Now, good question. The uh, funny thing about Jane's life is uh, she had a rather difficult early years, like most people, or you're hardly human if you didn't, um, <laughs> that um, she kind of didn't, she was 
brought up Catholic and was turned off by religion. So she and her husband both weren't interested in religion and they were very nearly may have called themselves uh, kind of leaning towards atheists because they just didn't want to hear about any of that stuff that brought pain to both of them actually like so many people the religious upbringing there was uh, pain involved so they didn't think about that sort of thing until um september 1963 60 years ago this month and and we are celebrating this in our own way those of us who love seth 60 years ago this month jane had a spiritual psychic experience that was huge and and you know about this we were talking about this at ians a lot you know mm -hmm. spiritual transformative experiences so this happened to her sitting right here where i'm sitting she was i want to get the exact quotes here um it was a lovely autumn evening there it is september 9 1963. um yeah to my knowledge, I'd never had a psychic experience in my life, and I didn't know anyone who had. Nothing in my background prepared me for the astonishing evening of September 9, 1963. Yet, it was this event, I'm sure, that initiated the sessions and my introduction to Seth. It was a lovely autumn evening. After supper, I sat down at my old table in the living room, as I always did, to work on my poetry. Rob, my husband, was painting in the back studio three rooms away. I took out my pen and paper and settled down with my ninth or tenth cup of coffee for the day and my cigarettes. Willie, our cat, dozed on the blue rug. What happened next was like something I'd never experienced before in my life. Between one normal minute and the next, a fantastic avalanche of radical new ideas burst into my head with tremendous force as if my skull were some sort of receiving station, turned up to unbearable volume. Not only ideas came through this channel, but sensations, sensations intensified and pulsating. I was tuned in, whatever you call it, connected to some incredible source of energy. I didn't even have time to call out to Rob. It was as if the physical world were really tissue paper thin, hiding infinite dimensions of reality. And I was suddenly flung through the tissue paper with a huge ripping sound. My body sat at the table, my hands furiously scribbling down the words and ideas that flashed through my head. Yet I seemed to be somewhere else at the same time, traveling through things. I went plummeting through a leaf. There used to be a tree out there. She went through the window, her soul, her mind, her conscience went through this window into a tree. And she, she describes this in other places too. And it's, it's just remarkable. I went plummeting through a leaf to find a whole universe open up and then out again, drawn into, into new perspectives. I felt as if knowledge was being implanted in the very cells of my body so that I couldn't forget a gut knowing, a biological spirituality. It was feeling and knowing rather than intellectual knowledge. At the same time, I remembered having a dream the night before, which I had forgotten, in which the same sort of experience had occurred, and I knew the two were connected. When I came to, I found my... Can you imagine this? Okay, this is getting... I love it. And again, she writes this in other places too, but it's like, this was 
60 years ago. This yeah. When I came to, I found myself scrolling what was obviously meant as the title of the odd batch of notes I had made. Here's the title, The Physical Universe as Idea Construction. Later, the Seth material would develop those ideas, but I didn't know that at this time. In one of the early sessions, Seth said that this had been his first attempt to contact me. I only know that if I'd begun speaking for Seth that night, I would have been terrified. <laughs> anyway, as it was, I didn't know what had happened. Yet even then, I felt that my life had suddenly changed. The word revelation came to mind. Um, um, I tried to dismiss it, yet the word was apt. I was, you know, just, just, it's just, this is a beautiful woman, a kind, loving, sweet woman who sincerely wanted to help the world. And so this was her spiritual experience that opened, blew everything wide open for us, sitting right here. Wow. 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 So do you, do you feel her presence there? I think we all can, and it's not about place or time. It's about, you can feel the presence of any loved one anywhere in the world. Yes. If yes. you're feeling from your heart and you're in the meditative space, you can tune into God for crying out loud. Of course, <laughs> we can all, yes. Um, well, well, so I had a spiritually transformative experience and it's taken me 20 years or more to even have words for it because I'm still like processing it. Yeah. It was so out of context of this reality. Yeah. And um, for her to be able to, to integrate and be able to perform um, and bring it forth is quite remarkable. I mean... Don't and the sincerity and dedication she went through her entire life about this. So in 1960, they moved into this apartment. In 1963, the event happened. Um, and, and just, I think a lot of people have remarkable spiritual experiences. They just don't talk about them. But she remained dedicated to the inquiry. She was like, this happened to me. What does it mean? What is this about? Well, what's cool, too, is that you see so much of the um, inquiry in the 60s and then now being um, being initiated by by uh, LSD, by psychedelics. Mm -hmm. And here was somebody who, because probably of her poetry and her sensitivity, um, she she opened up the gates without yeah, I believe that um, we're all connected with spirit. We're all, or whatever you want to call it, of course, we're all plugged into this. And um, we're, 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 we can all be given the gift. And, and I want to say drug-free. It has nothing to do with drugs. And, and right. I, I, I've seen so many tragic stories about drugs, as we all have. So don't do drugs. I, do the direct connection with spirit. That's what's accessible to right. all of us. That is right here and now. Um, um, uh, reading the Seth books or other spiritual literature and, and meditating, you know, examining the contents of your conscious mind and being loving. I want to say, though, here's where she took this journey. She didn't stop there. You know, when, when, when this happened here, when she was sitting here and she had this experience, you know, um, 
she called out to her husband and they talked. She explained what happened. He didn't make fun of her. He, he knew this was real. They examined the document. It was like 20 or 40 pages of uh, notes of concepts about consciousness and the universe and a lot of things. Um, but she decided to go on a spiritual investigation and she decided to what ultimately happened is for her to write her first metaphysical book called how to develop your esp power and so with that in mind she was like i'm going to investigate everything to do with psychic spiritual experiences so that was september three months later one of the things they wanted to investigate was ouija boards ah and now as you know the ouija board is the safest thing you can use for prayer and spiritual communication. Let's really reframe this. So much beautiful communication has happened in Ouija boards yep. from the 1800s. Um, it, it was famous for, you know, people being able to connect with the departed loved one during World War One. I, I mean, they were so you know, people lost, World War I was just such a slaughter and people lost loved ones. And there's such beautiful stories told of people getting a Ouija board to try to find their dead loved one. And they connected. Right. And they got to communicate and find out things and find out they're okay and get messages that mattered and proved things. So this board, much maligned by those who want to spread fear, has been a vehicle, a tool for some of the most precious, important direct communications with loved ones, angels, higher beings. It's an important tool we need to embrace. Um, maybe you might not like the design. I don't like the design. I made my own Ouija board with a pretty design. <laughs> You're saying something, Kathy, about well, I, I want to reiterate, I want to add to what you're saying. Uh, Roberta Grimes, who is an amazing uh, channel, and she, she was a lawyer, a small business lawyer, and she's written maybe six books. She wrote um, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch. Um, she also wrote a book where a woman lost her son um, here in Colorado who was snowboarding at maybe 20, 22 years old. And the mother started getting messages from him on a Ouija board and letter by letter got messages. And then Roberta came in and they started with the Ouija board and then went to full on channeling. But, but I just want to share that, that there's lots of, positive instances of Ouija board use. Oh my God, yes. And that's what happened to Jane. Okay, one more thing I wanna say about the Ouija board, just to, to re restore its safety in your mind. Um, I'll ask this question, is prayer safe? Yes. So then aren't you with a Ouija board in prayer? You should be. Yeah. And all that's different with prayer without a Ouija board and prayer with a Ouija board is prayer without Ouija board. You know, we know. We know what prayer feels like and what it is. Sincerity of the heart, connecting, speaking to departed loved ones, God, whoever you're a spiritual supreme teacher might be to you. And, and listening. Mm -hmm. This is prayer and feeling the love, the bonding of love. 
do the same thing, but you have a piece of cardboard and a little plastic puck. <laughs> All that's different is you're still going about it in a state of grace, a state of prayer. You're just open to having this be part of your meditation, that there can be words spelled out and you're open to this. And it's the safest place you can be because you're in prayer. Okay. So uh, I'm not sure who this is, uh, a Facebook user, but as long as they are doing it through loving intentions through the heart, which yes. is what you're saying. Yes. And I always opened a session with, I call upon the highest love and the highest light to be with me now. Perfect. Okay. As lo loving intentions through the heart. Yep. Yep. So, yep. yep. That's the yep. direction for using the Ouija board. There you are. Okay. Um, so, so, so she, but the ESP, I, I saw that book at your table. You had all these books that I'd never seen before. And so I, um, I was looking at that ESP. I had no idea that was the first book. And I, I kind of started with trying to figure out things, ESP and um, accelerated learning because the, the Russians during um, the Cold War and before, they were experts on accelerated learning, trying to, to connect with the bigger field to learn languages faster. They couldn't keep up with the military might of the US. So they were doing, uh, creating accelerated learning, like this incredible devices and stuff so that they could learn languages. So their spies would be better. Um, and and uh, so I, I tapped into that probably in my 20s. Um, like, what is going on here? Because there's this field of knowledge that we, we have receptors to it, but they may not be turned on or they may not be getting the attention, right? I think we're part of a huge webwork of consciousness. That's just how it is. And it's nice that humans are kind of in still what can be thought of as the beginning stages of just trying to find out what our consciousness is, finding, trying to find out what our, our spiritual reality is. Um, there's so much we don't know about us, and that's just not acceptable. We have got to know everything now. I am like, let us... Get, get the answers. This has been me all my life. It's like, I want the truth. What's going on here? Right. As I've gone through my journey, the truth is more beautiful than I could have imagined. Uh, with this multidimensional reality, all the love, all the interconnectivity, the growth in our consciousness and development, how much we're cared for, and, and how we're on this remarkable journey. And I feel too, we're, we're protected. I feel this about myself. I'm protected and guided and adored and and i i have and we all have guides guardians loved ones who are looking out for us as we're on our journey and yes it's a bumpy journey and yes we have to look at ourselves and yes we cry and yes we have hard times and good times and it's perfect and when we get through it you know anyway i don't want to ruin the surprise okay but <laughs> one thing, I forget, that was a good <laughs> well, no. To, so the thing is, is that the, the you can tell when people are um, tapped in yeah. through the the game of it or the fun of it. I mean, you and I. There was one night at I, and so it's like you have to go. I have to go to bed. Uh, we can't just sit here and talk 
um, because I'd been there over 14 hours or something. Um, <laughs> but we could have talked all night. I mean, yeah. we were like going and this and this and this. And what happens is, is then it becomes joyful. This isn't, we aren't victims of everything. We're creating everything. Yeah. Yeah, they need a mirror. We may need a friend or a mirror to say, you just said that. Do you know what you just said? Or did you really want to create that? That mm -hmm. right? And this is an important journey. And to be able to talk with people who get that, who don't think, oh, I sinned, I'm going to hell. That's not <laughs> a fun conversation. And, and sometimes <laughs> that's not true. And it's really a shame that those ideas are out there and Seth is trying to help heal us of some of those very sad ideas that have hurt humanity for so long. It's a far more loving universe and it's a far more uh, amazing being who you are, who you can heal and allow to, Oh, before I forget, and I bet this, uh, let me just catch up with the story with Jane and the Ouija okay. board real quick. Okay. Cause I would be so, um, uh, uh, missing my duties if I don't, don't uh, look. Anyway, here it goes. So the Ouija board, December of 1963, she and her husband were just going to experiment with the Ouija board and they weren't even taking it seriously. They, they were like, oh, it's a kid's toy. Um, they tried it a few times. It did start to move. And then things started happening. They started getting communications. And eventually within a very short time, again, not the first three sessions, but a few more communications words were spelled out they knew something was there first they talked with a person with a human name and then it turned into Seth and it identified itself as Seth and one of the first sentences Seth spelled out was consciousness is like a flower with many petals mm. and and then the communication of the board. And like you were saying, you, you know, you've heard a story of someone starting with the board, they wanted to channeling. That is the classic story of Jane and other people where they were doing the channel, uh, doing the Ouija board. It spelled out and Jane was hearing the words in her mind before, during and after that was actually spelled. And she's like, it was coming to her direct the words and verifying on the board. And at a certain point within weeks of, hearing it as it's being spelled and getting these very profound brainy messages long she was like I, I just have to say what's coming out and she she stood up she started walking around and she started just saying the words um you know at first she was sitting down but eventually what happened was she was like pacing around saying the words that were happening but it was on the ouija board the connection, the conscious connection happened with Seth and he started speaking through her, starting with the board and moving into channeling. And that's an important recipe actually for many, many people that they might start with something like that to get the connection and then go straight to direct channeling communication. And that's what happened uh, December of 1963 is, is Seth, Jane, Rob created a bond of communication that is one of the most remarkable um, um, things that ever happened. <laughs> so, so you obviously have a lot of connection there, are and you you've started channeling too, right? 
Yeah, and that's a separate thing from what's going on at the Seth house because there's Seth, there's Seth, there's the Seth house. And in my private personal life, yes, I'm doing that, but it's, you know. Okay, it's okay. Well, well, the reason I wanted to ask about it was that if people aren't familiar with the books, uh, uh, do you feel like it's a pathway for them to be able to channel as well? Oh, well, it's a pathway for everything. It's a pathway. I, sometimes I thought Seth Speaks was like a how-to channel book. <laughs> But it depends on what you're looking for in the book. It's a how to heal yourself. It's a yes, how to be yes. happy. It's a how to have better relationships. It's how to find out what you want to do with your life. It's how to, you know, reconnect with source. I mean, I think most of the problems that you can, that humanity is suffering from is feeling disconnected from source, um, whatever you want to call it, um, higher self, God. We need to reconnect. And I think the Seth material is bound and determined to help us feel reconnected and to feel that, to live that connection with the greater reality, the higher self source, love, God, you name it, you know it. You, you need to live this way all the time that you feel that connection. So um, yes, the Seth books are for whatever you want to achieve. And, 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 um, and I think it's it's such important information now more than ever. And that's why this is what I'm doing with my life. I can think of nothing better to do with my life uh, than to, um, um, well, you know, study the Seth books like I have all my life, but also something you should know too. Um, seven years ago is when I got into this. It's a longer story. I'll make it mercifully brief. Uh, <laughs> I moved into this place. Uh, I had visited. Well, okay, I'll just say that there, there's a lot of divine guidance, like spiritual experiences that guided me to this place. And it was okay. Start again. The house itself, the the <clears throat> the building, the physical material was built in 1888 as a mansion in the 1930s. It was turned into apartments, and in 1960, Jane and Rob moved into one of the apartments. Uh, and then you know how that story went. So seven years ago, also this month, I moved in knowing that this is where Jane Roberts channeled Seth. How could I not want to move in where my favorite author was? And I moved into an apartment downstairs knowing this was this was the place where it happened. Anyway, uh, what I want to say is... Um, within uh, 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 it, it was immediate that it was like, this building has to be restored. This building has to be open to Seth readers. This building has to be honored for what happened here. How come it hasn't happened before? How could this place be in decline for 40 years? I mean, Elmira, New York is where the building is and it suffered an economic decline like so many cities did during a certain era. But, um, it, things are on an upswing in Elmira, and it was like, this building has to be restored and made into a museum, made into a sacred place, if you will, a place where people can visit and enjoy and appreciate and have it be whatever it can be for them, whatever it is for you. I can't tell you what, what that is, but, um, you know, for it to be open. And so we started a 501c3 a nonprofit organization because it can't be about humans owning it. It has to be have some kind of stewardship 
um, and so that things go right and, and the people are involved who care. And so we did that. We started a nonprofit and, and then we received donations from Seth readers around the world. And the 501c3 nonprofit we created was able to buy this building uh, a year and nine months ago. So wow. seven years in the making, finally a year and eight months ago, we were actually able to purchase the building. But all the while we were doing restorations on the building that was owned by somebody else. <laughs> and he was cool with it, but he was also... You know, he was a very devoted Christian. He knew what happened. He was uncomfortable with it. But just getting to know him over time, he was like, he got it. He was like, oh, nothing to be afraid of. I'm glad to hear that. And he liked us. And we were the ones taking care of the building. So he said, you know, when you have the money, when you can pay cash, and I'm sure you can handle, you know, doing this, I'll sell it to you. So when we did raise the money, he sold us the building and we have hired him on as the handyman because he knows this place like no one else and he's loving fixing it up. Um, there was a lot of uh, riffraff that lived here. Uh, people, you might say, were, were troubled and that kind of brought the building into decline. A lot of tenants sometimes don't take care of property or they there were troubled people here. It was sad. But uh, he sold us the building and we've done um, a lot of energy clearing. Now, as you said, it's just me living here now. And we've cleaned, we've cleared. We're not done. The reason, the wrist thing, I was shoveling gravel most of yesterday from the back parking lot area. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working. It's nice that I can wear clean clothes right now. But... <laughs> Every day I have a pile of muddy clothes, dirty clothes, going through scuttle holes. This place is, I never would have moved into a place like this. It was uh, every room. It, uh, I, I don't want to go too far off on, on how sad a place of decline the building had gone into. But um, after all these years of restoration, it feels so good. The energy is so good. This is a loving place. This is where Seth spoke. And and I've gotten so strong and I know how to fix buildings. I, <laughs> amazing. It's amazing what you learn on a spiritual journey that you didn't know was going to be there. I know. <laughs> so, so do you, so you have the whole building and are you doing um, uh, book study, book group, book reading groups or? It's been exciting. We have had it now. Okay, of course you have to say COVID. Yeah. So before COVID, we had we had book study groups. We had a birthday party for Jane. Over a hundred people came. Oh, cool! The country. We had a birthday party for Rob. Over a hundred people came. We had people bringing um, letters and paintings from Jane and Rob to share. We had people bringing just incredible memorabilia to share. And, and some things are in our museum. We have a little, we have a whole room that's a museum of things people have donated that belong to them or autographed books or letters that went back and forth or full page ad in the New York Times for the Seth books from 1970, you know, all kinds of sweet things. And the books have been translated in over a dozen languages and we have a, a whole alcove of books in other languages. Um, but the feeling of, Yes, we've, we had events, and yes, we had book study, and yes, we had open house. COVID. Yeah. Um, so 
then we went online and we had a weekly online Seth talk where it was great. We had people all over the world, England, Brazil, Europe. Um, 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 it, it, it was just, just all over the world. And we were talking about Seth and, uh, you know, dozens of people at the same time. And we're just like, oh, my God, we're at the Seth house and these are our Seth family that we can talk about this. It was just fantastic. Oh my God, it's almost one. Can we just keep going? Um, uh, well, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Oh. We've got, we've got, uh, we've got 10 believe, more minutes. I can't believe we've been talking like this. Okay. Uh, so, um, yes, the 10 minute warning. Yes, dear. I, I just want people to understand that they, if they haven't read the Seth books, that they can listen to them. Um, there's, you told me about a lady uh, or a guy on, on YouTube that reads it. So there's lots of ways for people to, if they um, they want to listen to the books, um, but you have to understand that this is, um, this is divine Tim Hart, good, YouTube, okay. So Tim Hart, wonderful man. He read most of the books in a beautiful voice. You can speed it up and slow it down because it's YouTube. But if you just look up Tim Hart, uh, you will find most of the Seth books. You can listen to them, and and it's so helpful for so many people. So please, the next thing you're going to do is <laughs> go to YouTube and look up Tim Hart, and just and you'll be glad you did. Go ahead. Well, well what I wanted people to understand is this truth that was captured in the '60s is the truth that we need right now. I mean, as people are going through all these changes and the, um, the um, uh, fear virus, which is what I think we just went through, um, they, this is the remedy for it. And it's also a kind of a, um, a joyful reunion with the reality that was set in place originally. Uh, I think that the reality that was set in place by whoever designed this game um, was really supposed to be much more fun than what we're living or, or that what most of humanity is living, right? What are you drawing? Oh, I just wanted to put up another little note about okay. you know, where to find out more things, but I, I totally agree with what you're saying we can transform this reality. And that was something Seth said in Seth Speaks was that from the time he was dictating the information in the early 70s, he said in the next hundred years, there's going to be a radical transformation in our consciousness, breakthroughs in spirituality for all of us. And it is happening. So 50 years ago, he told us there's going to be a lot of good changes about your, your breakthroughs in spirituality for all of you. It has been happening for these last 50 years. Can't you feel it? Wow, right? Give it another 50. And it keeps growing exponentially. Seth said, we are changing. And it's going to be even more and more and more and more. We are connecting, reconnecting with our divine source. This is fantastic. We chose to sign up and show up at this time in our human development. It's a wonderful time. Hang on. It just keeps getting better, folks. I mean, get with it. <laughs> 
Well, that, that's what, um, there's no victim here unless you choose to have that experience. You create your own reality. And I don't, I don't mean to say that lightly or flipply because it, it's so painful to have to learn some of the things we have to learn and unlearn some of those painful things too. But we can do it. We are doing it collectively. And, and with good advice from a lot of good spiritual teachers, not just Seth, but there are a lot of wonderful voices of wisdom out there. Many were inspired by Seth, let's say, but you know, your heart, your precious heart, um, feel that, let it heal, let it grow. Your journey is so important and you are here at the most remarkable time for this collective journey that we're embarking upon, that we are on. So, so keep studying, Turn off the freaking TV. You've had enough brainwashing for one life, haven't you? <laughs> you know brainwashing. You know you're being lied to. You know there's some disturbed elements out there. Give it up. Don't sign up for that stuff anymore. Choose a purity of information and things that reconnect you with, with that beauty in you and that beauty that's true, that's real. So um, whether it's Seth of course, or a million other good sources of information and meditate and tune in and laugh and love and giggle. I mean, Kathy can teach you more about all that stuff too. <laughs> um, I do want to say before I forget, I, I love everything you say, Kathy. Um, uh, we have a website. We also have a Facebook page and, and I'd love to hear from you. If you want to um, send us an email. Um, well, let me see. Uh, Oh God, what am I doing here? Um, first, here it is. Um, it, it's okay. Well, you know, we have the best tech here at the Seth house. I mean, all this glossy slick stuff. Here it is. <laughs> we just spared no, you know, for, for, you know, multimedia. Well, enough of that. You know, Seth was transcribed with this pen and paper. If it's good enough for Seth. <laughs> The www.thesethhouse.org. It took a genius to call this the Seth House, right? <laughs> <laughs> Info at thesethhouse.org. We want you to get a hold of us. And, um, and as Kathy was saying, as we were saying a little while ago, we used to have events. We want to have them again. Uh, we're making the place safer and better and everything. We, we probably won't have events until, you know, winter's coming and um, just a lot of things where we're, 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 you know, having a 501c3 and working every day tirelessly. Um, you know, honestly, we need help. Um, I need help. I, I need some people here who'd like to help um, with computering, with uh, social media, with office stuff, with knowing tech creativity, I am clueless about. Um, I think many hands could have a great time here co-birthing this project, co-creating the Seth House here in Elmira, New York, and and get a hold of me, and 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 we can make this place something magical. The most, it's the most important thing that's ever ever happened to me, and and it just keeps getting better. And I'd like to share it with more people who'd like to maybe help promote Seth uh, on shows like this, where people can just talk about Seth for people to learn more about. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. <laughs> the Facebook page is the Seth house. 
Write it down. Don't forget. <laughs> uh, actually, we have two set, uh, Facebook pages, but the one you want to, once the f Facebook Seth House 501c3, don't go there. Go to the Seth House discussion group because people are posting there every day. See, there's a worldwide connection of people who love Seth and they post these beautiful Seth quotes. I should have flashed a thousand Seth quotes. I have, anyway, there's on the Seth House discussion group on Facebook, you can read more about Seth and enter into the conversation with the community that's on our Facebook page and just read quote after quote after quote after quote and discussion after discussion about this material that's so life-changing. So I feel good about we what we about this Kathy how do we do we did great and and I want people to know I mean th this is community time seriously this is a time to to um to people together coming together this bringing us together is what this is all about bringing our energy together that's uh, right that's right you aren't alone there's lots of people that you can speak um, uh, intelligently with about uh, expanding consciousness and giving yourself a chance to really enjoy this journey. Oh my God. You know, that it, it really is a different it's journey. It's for enlightenment. And, and I think it's better shared. I mean, discussion of this stuff helps us spark and spark and spark some more. Um, and that's what we want to do here and around the world. We want to help people talk about Seth and good wisdom and philosophy of all kinds around. Right, right. And, and another thing, um, uh, embarrassing to say, but as a nonprofit, something nonprofits do a lot is they ask for donations. Yep. So if you're like rich and you're looking for a place to dump a lot of money. <laughs> Did I show you this yet? <laughs> We need to pay for this. We're paying for a house, people. Um, but anyway, we love it too. But it is the donors who made this all possible and continue to pay the bills. So be a donor, be a friend, be my best friend ever. We, well, we all, all of it, learn, learn about it, um, experience the wisdom, and then you'll see if you're called to be a patron of this because this is um, a big wave of uh, expanding consciousness. I mean, Seth said in a hundred years, well, he, that channeling is a big part of what has, has started the wave because this is allowing anybody to be connected to their higher knowing. This, you don't have to go through an intermediary. This is uh, your, each, each, each sentence is like a universe of uh, concepts. It it does it changes your worldview so much, so that you really are having much more fun while you're here. That's what I want. Yes. And you know what, Seth? Here's another Seth quote for you. Ready? Yeah. If it's not fun, don't do it. Yep. Wise. That's wise yep. words. Yep. 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 Well, that, you know, when it's all about energy, so the joyful energy that we've had today with you, I hope everyone um, shares this uh, 
this conversation and that you'll get, they'll go to your website, the sethhouse.org, which I've been putting up on the screen and in the comments, please, please do yourself a favor and find out what they're doing. And if you are new to all of this, follow, you know, a, put a little note on your calendar or somewhere where you'll remember to see it on the refrigerator um, to start lear learning about this because this is tried and true um, content that's going to change your life quickly. Yeah. It's, it's every sentence. This is not quantum physics, but it may explode into your brain like that. <laughs> yeah. Right? It does. It yeah. does. Yeah. And, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So anyway, well, thank you very much. We, we've got a rock. So this was wonderful, Shara. We'll, we'll talk again. I love you. I, I just have so much fun. I love you, Kathy. You're one of the sweetest, bright sparks in the world. And so oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, we all are. Well, I'm just your mirror. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody. This here to empowerment.